What's going on? Everybody, you've got the cardboard coaches here with your boy, Coach Co. I'm glad you're the one that does that because I just don't have the lung capacity, the V, the the, the VO max, the, uh, the 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 stamina. I don't have that, so I am the cartel. And I'm, I'm the energy, here, you know. I'm the energy. Here, how many, to, how many times? We, how many times do we? How many times do we get on? Energy. You're the energy. I'm the lack of energy. You're the youth. I'm the elderly. But we're both here for the hobby. You better fucking believe it. And uh, these days, it feels like someone's got to be here for the hobby because uh, the new owner of Tops. Uh, I, I mean, I, can we blame this on fanatics? I guess we can. So um, recently, probably the biggest scandal in a little bit, actually, uh, has surfaced where a fake autograph, a fake dual autograph of a tops card coming out of 2022 tops definitive. It is a dual patch autograph of Randy Arozarena and Austin Meadows. Uh, two guys that the cartel actually PCs a lot. Isn't that funny? Um, it is funny. And uh, two people that uh, I think at the very least, Randy, Randy Rosarena has a bit of a cult following, especially after the run that he went on in the postseason and how he's cemented himself in the history books uh, for the most home runs in a postseason, um, resulting yes. in uh, some collectability there. And a fake autograph was pulled out of a tops product. So it's not like it was signed on a secondary market or it was a patch card. And then, you know, someone forged a signature, someone forged a signature before putting it in the tops product. Uh, and the reason why we know this is because fanatics has come out and they have owned their shit. They have said that they believe that those autographs are inauthentic. They are People actually are chasing this autograph now because they are it's worth two thousand dollars now. Guaranteed a free box uh, by Tops slash Fanatics, as well as a card of equal value, whatever that means. Um, so we should talk about this aside from just letting people know what's happened. How do you feel? as someone who has been collecting sports cards for quite some time, uh, has a fair amount of autographs in their collection. Let's say one day upper deck, just we found out that, you know, a card in SP authentic 2021, for instance, there's a fake autograph. I'm not saying that there is, but let's say theoretically. Okay. Let's say one of the autographs is 100% fake. How do you feel about not only the rest of the autographs in that product, uh, but knowing that, you know, some several channels, I think things had to go wrong in order for this to happen. Like, to my knowledge, I thought there was a tops representative present <laughs> when they're signing these autographs, but apparently not. Yeah, it's, it, it's going to be human nature that the reaction is going to be to be on guard from now on. And we've already seen that there's going to be a lot of name dropping in this cardboard coaches. I'm just giving everyone a fair warning right now. We will begin with the. Uh, the revered Lameem James, the, the saint Lameem James, the holy saint of the hobby. Um, 
who last night tried to sound the alarm on a Ronald Acuna Jr. autograph coming out of 2022 Sterling. Now, uh, he took a lot of flack for it because of the fact that he jumped the gun. It did wind up being an authentic, full Ronald Acuna Jr. signature. I found out last night Acuna has six different variations on his signature for whatever reason. Really? But Yeah, he's got a full one where he puts Jose, like his full name. And then he's got a, an abbreviated one, and they look completely different. And then I've he's seen, got... I've seen four so far. Yeah, and then he's got his, his regular, right? As What was the fourth you've seen? I've seen four so far. I've seen... Uh, I've seen, like the Ronald doesn't look like cursive writing. It looks like, like Ron and then like scribbles for like the last three. And then the Acuna looks the big a or whatever. Like it does, it's not fully written out. Like truthfully, the only one that I've seen fully written out was the one in that Bowman Sterling. Right. So we got to be careful not to veer off too much here. But no, that, no, for sure, for sure. So, so yeah. So the thing with the Acunas is I've seen Ronald Acuna Jr. spelled out fully. I've seen Ronald Jose Acuna Jr. The, the thing that is really weird, and I was DMing with several quote-unquote experts last night about this, in addition to Lameen. Lameen's not an expert. He's just the guy who got caught in all this. Um, is the fact that the Ronald Acuna Jr. does not look like the Ronald Acuna, Ronald Jose Acuna Jr. And that is concerning. And we'll, we'll get back to that when we loop around to things like auto pens. So that's where Old Man Cartel is going to give some backstory on what's been going on in the past. So um, people are on high, high alarm, so to speak, right? So I feel bad for Lamine because he, he took some flack for it, but can you blame him? For, for kind of latching on to something that seemed consistent. Now, you mentioned IPC Meadows and Rosarena. Uh, I know these autographs. The second I saw this card posted, I knew both were incorrect and not their autographs. Rosarena, I'll, I'll from here on in call him Randy Bobandi because he is my sweet Randy Bobandi. I love him so. Randy's autograph is one of the most fanciful, eloquent autographs in the game today. And anyone who's an autograph hunter will agree with me. And they've often said that every time I post his autograph, it is beautiful. There's a smiley face in there. It's just a beautiful autograph. So right away, you knew something was up. You had a group of people who would say, well, one of several things could be going on here. This could be just the, the, the athlete signing their full name differently. This could be um, a test print that got out that shouldn't have got out, where they basically create like a test print showing you what the card's going to look like with the autograph stickers. These were both stickers, correct? They were both stickers. Right? Were they? They were both sticker autographs. I believe so. Uh, I have no way to confirm it while we're recording this because you are not seeing these on the internet. If you want to go to try to find this card, a lot of people are saying, get this card and hold it. Forget, forget cashing it in for the free box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. This is a piece of hobby history, unfortunately, at the moment. But I'm pretty sure they're, they're stickered. And that means they came off of a roll. Uh, unless it was a test print. But apparently we've seen multiple. I, I'm not verifying any of this. I saw one. One was pulled last night by, I think it was Rip and Wax. So that, so that means there's multiple. And again, it's a busy life out there, man. And until Cardboard Coaches has the amount of subscribers as someone like a, a great curator or a Jeremy Lee, who we'll be getting back to later in the show. And we're getting sponsored. I, I don't have the time to put into all the research, but I know the basics. Um, 
I like the fact that fanatics who I had no idea, as we spoke about before we started recording, Brendan, I had no idea that they've already taken the reins. Yeah. It is funny. It is funny that the company associated with Luber, associated with StockX, associated with fraud. It is funny. I'm not making any connections or claims. I'm saying it's funny. And most people will agree with me that it is ha ha funny. Um, not a good look this early on and not a good look considering this is unprecedented. Uh, that means without precedent, there may be one or two precedents, but it's generally unprecedented. This generally does not happen. We're not in a situation where Tops, Panini, and Upper Deck have, have perpetrated this kind of fraudulent activity, let's call it, repeatedly. That's not true. Um, we've dealt with the grading companies dealing with all sorts of issues. We've dealt with fake cards, don't get me wrong. But the you know, we, we, we haven't even really had to think twice about fake autographs. Do you know what I mean? It's actually one of the things we, do, we haven't really had to worry about. This, this stuff right here, I'm almost embarrassed to show it. But, you know, as you know, Brennan, I wasn't able to make it out to a show today because of the Toronto Transit Corporation. Um, but, you know, we buy these boxes. Uh, to the people listening on Spotify, I'm holding up a hobby box of 2122 Series 1. Um, we buy these because there is an implied value in the potential to hit certain cards. Okay. So a $2,000 tops product that relies heavily on the concept that you're able to hit current stars and legends, autographs and memorabilia relies on the fact that the memorabilia is real and that the autographs themselves are authentic. And we thankfully haven't had to deal with too many issues like that. I'll tell you what we have had to deal with every company having extra, you know, Young Guns exclusives, Future Watch autographs. I don't know what's going on there with what's being seeded and what's not. That's a whole different conversation that we could easily have. But generally speaking, autographs, we take it for granted. They're going to be authentic. And in fact, there's so much added value. We've talked about this. Uh, P. Ryan Collection has talked about this. Our good buddy Dave from Signed and Slab has talked about this, that an item that comes out of these boxes with a Panini, Tops, Upper Deck certification, for some reason, magically becomes worth so much more than like a jersey that's, that you had signed at the ballpark. Or an in-person autograph, you know what I mean? Like where right. you actually, where you physically right. like got it signed by an individual. Do you know what I mean? So, so yeah, that, that the, or, or look, you can have a card, correct me if I'm wrong, you can have a, a card that you got signed in person by Bo Bichette at the park, go and get it slabbed by PSA, comes back authentic. You're going to get a fraction for that of the same card with a top sticker and a certification. You will get a fraction. So this is a big deal. And I like the fact that we got a very um, quick response. Quick. Quick. By the way, what, what, did we, what did we get after that Tops Fanatics response? All of a sudden, Beckett of all people. I, are starting to issue responses to criticism. Wow. So maybe now we're going to get a little bit more, you know, upfront. They've definitely been more active on social media. Like they've but been like, they asked, like, like, they asked like a poll, like, you know, what are you guys collecting? And then they were like, who's going to a show? Click the link below to see if yeah, there's this, anything close to you. This could be the dawn of a new era where there's a little bit more communication, a little bit more taking responsibility, taking responsibility. So I saw taking responsibility. We didn't see a reason. We didn't see a full explanation. No. Still waiting on that. But we saw taking responsibility. Unlike, for example, HGA and Tyler Hit, 
who did not take responsibility and wrote out idiotic, unedited statements that were done on his his like I, iPhone's notepad. Notes. Um, mind yeah. you, someone someone was recently making fun of the Beckett one. They said that there were some errors. It's hilarious. Can't get like man. Are there's college graduates who become copyright? I don't know. Anyway, um, it's a big deal, and uh, we still don't know fully what happened. It totally makes sense to me that Lamine James and other people would be on guard. And you're going to see all sorts of things popping up where people are now questioning things. I don't the think it's I don't think it's his fault for questioning, especially after what just happened. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I don't think he was like trying to cause shit. Uh, I think it, it was it was uh, I think once you you put it out, the only way you find out is is if someone has the necessary knowledge. Like, let's we can talk about the fact that you said as a result of his post. You became more educated about Ronald Acuna autographs, and That's I'm true. sure several other people. You yes. know, even the people that that clarified, no, this is real. Yeah. Like you need that because at the end of the day, the backbone of this hobby was, um, or is supposed to be, the companies that issue these things. But when when the responsibility of them now gets pushed onto the hobby, like, and we're we're supposed to self govern. We need those people who have that information to be able to step up and provide it. Do you know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. And and and, and thankfully, things didn't get out of hand. No, yeah. You know me. I, I'm I'm a cynic. Uh, I get in there. I like to mix it up. And uh, you know, someone came back at me in a way that was appropriate. We ended up DMing. I ended up getting the evidence. I ended up learning. I I I. It was it was the way that things should have been done. And uh, Lamine himself was like, yeah. look, at the end of the day, this guy's a cutting edge humorist in the hobby. There's a yeah. reason why he has his following. OK, he is important. May we all protect Lamine James. And he's a cutie pie. So that's not relevant. But I just wanted to say that he's a cutie pie. Um, Lamine basically does what he does. And he has to stay very current and he has to stay cutting edge. He's always ahead of the game. Anyone will, will, will tell you that. So I don't blame him for that. He's making serious commentary. I once called him, people won't get this and it might be stupid, but there's an element to a meme that's very, in my opinion, Bill Hicks-ish. Bill Hicks is a comedian that passed away. Um, it's very counterculture, counter-hobby culture, commenting on hobby culture. It's very sharp, incisive, and he's very current. He is the guy, you turn on your Instagram, if you're following a meme, you're going to, boom, there it is. And so I don't fault him for that. And I also love his reaction, which is the reaction of someone like Bill Hicks or a comedian that's on the cutting edge that would say, look, it is what it is. Deal with it as you see, as you see fit. If you go into the DMs and the truth is in there, perfect. So no problem. Okay. No harm, no foul. Um, and by the way, if it, there are worse people to accidentally throw under the bus than the evil corporate conglomerates like tops fanatics and all these other companies please feel free to throw them under the bus and make assumptions because they deserve it they deserve it for 2019 through 2022 am i right listen if they had to issue another statement saying that it was real i would have been cool with that do you know what i mean i would have been cool with like and, and i want sure. you to explain why it's real i want you to show you know like video yes. footage i want you to show all his different autographs provide the hobby with information you know what I mean? Like, like give them the tools to understand why we should trust you now moving forward. Yeah, there you go. 
Now, uh, if you don't mind, I want to now just do a lateral. Um, given that we already mentioned the, the Beckett statement and this Tops Fanatics thing, very quickly talk about something we've talked about before on this uh, show, card porn. Now, very quickly, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're going to share these sentiments with me. Um, let's be real and adult and not like, and like level-headed and clear-minded. Does, does card porn, okay, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Did, does the word card porn make you think of tits and ass? No. Or does it make you think of the concept that pornography can be used? It's a word that you can supplant to use for something that is overwhelming visually, right? There is, and, and, there's, and, there's food, there's food porn. There's, thank uh, you. there's, there's like word porn, you know? Thank like you. <laughs> so there's a very, I, 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 this is the name dropping episode, but another name criticize card porn for their name. They're not the only one. Many people have get out of town. Card porn. It, one of, one of the big things they did back in the day more so was they posted hits Just from hits. And, 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 that it, is, and yeah, that is cardboard pornography in the yeah, sense yeah, that you're yeah. seeing stuff that you don't see every day that you're privileged to see. You don't often see one of ones getting pulled. You yourself are not pulling one of ones. Let's be real. So that is cardboard pornography. Lay off the name. Any implication that it's sexist or offensive, unreal. That the people that point this out themselves are, man, I only follow cutting edge accounts on IG. If you're boring, you're out. Get out of here, man. I mean, sure, there's some people that I follow just for the sake of following or they followed me and I like to support people. But when we're talking about these big accounts, you better have something interesting going on. So cartel's very so, exclusive with his lists. What's that? The cartel's very exclusive with his lists. This is what I'm saying. You don't see me following slab stocks and card ladder. They can go screw themselves. <laughs> I follow people that have something on the edge to say. And if you're edgy on one hand, and on the other hand, you're telling me that card porn is offensive or sexist, take the bus out of town. Go to, I don't know where you're going. Coach Co recently went out of town, but he was going out of town to relax. You need to go out of town to get out of our way if you think card porn is offensive as a word. Now, is card porn offensive as a human? We're not going to get into that today. I mostly like card porn. People know that for the most part. Um, they're reporting on the Tops Fanatics thing. They're reporting on the Beckett thing. And... Um, we're back to square one with people either loving cardboard or having an issue with cardboard. Cardboard is cardboard. They're going to report on controversial, dramatic stuff. Do we need that, Brendan? I think we do. Do you think we need that? I think I think we need to talk about everything. I need. I mean, we have exactly. a show where we talk about like the things that a lot of people don't want to talk about. I mean, we talk about the things that people do want to talk about. But uh, I mean, I think at the end of the yeah. day especially with the amount of people being sponsored. Um, it's very hard to have an unbiased opinion about people and about things. Um, generally speaking, not to say that cardboard isn't sponsored by somebody because we never know. Um, we will never know. Yeah. We will never know. But we, we will do, never know. We won't. We won't. We won't. But we, we need we need that conversation. The hobby was the foundation of the hobby is conversation. I mean, we had a conversation last week about, you know, is, is it the Fleer 86 or is it the star 84 now that PSA is grading them, right? Like those, those conversations, those 
controversies, you know, who should, who do I grade with? Who do you like grading with? Um, I think we need that. It can't just be a uniform uh, prism zombie army. Like it just can't, right. I'm sorry. Right. Like we can't just all own the same shit. And Ephus pitch actually talked about this. Um, and I 100% agree with him. And I actually feel this way about the Wayne Gretzky, no disrespect to anybody who, who owns a Wayne Gretzky, but it's, it's like when you see the same card, over and over and over and over again in people's like on people's feeds like i understand the value that's attached to that card and i understand the you know the price tag and and you know it might be a a grail card because everyone owns it but me personally you know no disrespect again to anyone who owns the 86 jordan or or the 79 opc wayne gretzky but when I see those cards that when I'm at a show, I see hundreds of them. I, I just, I don't have any desire to own that card as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, and it's, I know they're beautiful cards, but for me personally, I love owning stuff that not, that has a story that has like a, like a, I have to explain what this is to someone almost, you know what I mean? Instead of like, Oh, this sure. is really cool. Like, let me check comps on this. Like it's super easy. Like liquid cards are great, but if we're talking about straight up PC cards, grail cards, for the most part, I want to own stuff that people just don't have a lot of man. like, right. And I don't even know where I was going with that, but <laughs> so well i'll tell you i'll tell you what our, our good friend our contemporary our former guest ephus pitch aka turtle pigeon aka one of the card cowboys are they the card cowboys or the cardboard cowboys no no i'm i think they're the card cowboys so uh he's been a little curmudgeonly lately i'm sure he'll admit to it um he'll probably say he's always been that way but yes i i saw that posting and i agreed with it and i understood where he was coming from it was a little harsh in my opinion quite frankly but um, it, it does, I see how you're applying it to what we're saying. The, the, the point being, okay, uh, accounts that are showing off unique stuff, and I love following those. I, I really like, I'm so bad at this sometimes. Stacking Gems, uh, Real Asset Collector, Vintage, Vintage Lord, YEC. There's so many of them. Yeah. Um, that's for me, because I like comics. But showcasing unique stuff is great. We'll talk about great curator in a moment. Um, and also discussing stuff that needs to be discussed that maybe some people are afraid to discuss. Just getting back to card porn, that's the deal. We're never going to know who sponsors card porn. I'm always going to have an issue with the way he strokes Rick Propstein uh, and tries to ingratiate him. There's other people doing that lately, I noticed. Now, is it because they're just buddies? Could be. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with supporting your friend. I mean, I think a lot of people sell on Probstein. Okay, so so that's fine. Okay, like whatever. At, at the end of the day, I can compartmentalize that. Some people are going to criticize me, me yeah. for that. They have. Yeah. I, I say something nice about one influencer, I get destroyed in the DMs. I say something bad, everybody loves me again. It's it's a it's a whole thing, right? Well, you, but, you gotta. I mean, and that's kind of where cardboard's at. Is that you just need to not really give a fuck about like. Right you know, good or bad, like no disrespect to the people who love us. Cause we love you. But at the end of the day, like, I mean, if you want to turn, I mean, there's a door, like we know what we offer. And, and yeah. at the end of the day, 
Like, I don't want you to follow us because of one sentence. I want you to follow us because of like who we are and who we are is going to ruffle feathers. It might, it might upset you for three seconds. And if it does, if, if, if you don't know that you can have a conversation with us, then, then you don't know us and you don't know, you know what I mean? So like, that's oh yeah, man! Always, always a conversation. Always yeah. a conversation. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I have lately more more than in the past, thankfully, gone into arguments that end well instead of like blocking. And I was gonna say less blocking, like, eh? Yeah, we'll get there. Um, now, uh, yeah, it's context. Like context is important, and like and history and 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 knowledge is important when you're when you're talking about all these elements because sometimes people will catch me on a day when it seems like I'm quote unquote working for PSA but then they apparently didn't watch cardboard coaches when we started out and I was ripping tops and PSA on a daily basis back in 2020 2021 whenever it was okay i i my quote and please quote me on it is i hate all the grading companies all equally of i did this stupid thing a few weeks ago where i was thinking SGC for what they did for me. And I was thanking CSG for how nice they were at the show. I should not have done that because I know that it will only be, we're only one event away from me turning on those companies. Yeah. So regardless, the point is this with, with card porn, you know what you're getting. Okay. But what I like now is people are expanding their mind and thinking outside the box and looking at context. So when card porn is on Beckett's ass, you have every right to ask, hey, maybe Cardboard's got something going on with PSA, but then maybe go into their archives and see what they've said about PSA. Maybe go, you know, use the resources and keep your mind open Yeah, and be like me, which is the sense that like, I like that they're reporting this. It's important. The Beckett one got everyone excited because literally the work they put in finally got a company that everyone has been shitting on and criticizing to respond. That was a real outcome. Um, that's why we need card porn for God's sake. And you still get people in the DMS going in there, get a life. You suck. You know, you're, 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 you're being bought out by PSA. I got in there and made a snarky comment, but I thought it was funny. And a lot of people liked it. You can check it out by going to the card porn feed. I don't need to uh, promote my DM, my, my messages. You don't want I think you already promoted your funny joke, to be honest. And it was funny. It was dang funny. Now, um speaking yeah, of promoting so, yeah and, and look and we're talking about cardboard and that's the whole point that's what they want yeah and i think cardboard's a cutie pie too i don't know this for sure but i think they're a cutie pie it's a lot of cutie pies in the hobby world we need more cutie pies we need more muscle let's do that i don't know why why am i so uh why am i so fired up today on the surface and aesthetic that's not nice at least i'm not making fun of the other end of it which is so easy um, so what do I know? I have a beard, therefore I'm a hipster, right? Brendan, as, as we found out on that magic page that we, I we mean, I'm a hipster, be, I'm a hipster. Cause I have, uh, I, yeah, I but wait, but, but he mustache. didn't, he didn't identify you as a hipster though. No, 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 no. I bet. I mean, I walk, I walked down the street and people. Oh me. yes. In Toronto. Yeah. You're going to be called. Yeah, a hipster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I am kind of a hipster. Guess what? I don't yeah. take that as an insult. Especially cause I was at Bellwoods park yesterday, you know? Yeah, there you go. Did you Full did hit. you run into Blaze by any chance? No, no, no. Is he? He's in Costa no? Rica. He's in Costa Rica, isn't he? No, he's back in Toronto, buddy. <laughs> now we should probably stop talking about our friends and get back to uh, get back to the subject at hand. Uh, let's talk about the great curator. Speaking uh, of friends. Speaking fun... of friends. Yeah, speaking of close friends, let's talk about the great 
defecator. That's so bad. I, I can't come up with something better than that, the great defecator. But I'm going to say it a few more times in case it catches on. The great defecator. Uh, who, hey, I'll tell you one thing. Unique feed, unique cards. They're pretty expensive, but unique feed, sure, that's what first caught my eye about this douchebag. But then what, what I quickly figured out with, look, I don't want to even start getting into the concept of the fact that this guy may actually have an association with fanatics. I am going to tread the legal line here. But nonetheless, um, this guy is a piece of work. You thought I was going to say something else. No, 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 no. I was like, I was like, I hope this doesn't turn into like a name calling episode. You know? This is the type of guy who on the same day he crapped all over our Toronto Expo, our national, how dare you? You American defecator, how dare you? On the same day, he posts a story telling the hobby to be positive. And if you have something negative to say, go like this. You son of a misbegotten hobby whore. (laughs) Okay? That's the type of person we're dealing with. And now, as pointed out, uh, who pointed this out? Uh, was it uh, Ziggy? No, no, Ziggy. No, we're dropping so many names. I know good old Ziggy who uh dropped a bomb earlier on Mr. Jeremy Lee. There's so many similarities I can get into. With the I, I wrote, a, I wrote a comment, I was like, Bro, you're on fire, you're on fire the last few days. Yeah, um, you know, it's it's this concept where, um, if the tide turns, if the moon has changed its angle, that's what you're going to do because you are that fickle and you are that empty-minded that you need the guidance. All of a sudden, this guy, Ziggy No posts, uh, and, and it was uh, Rahul as well. Yes, it, I, was just, I was just about to say, we got to make sure that both So many it. name drops who, yeah, yeah, who yeah. alerted us to the fact that the great curator now is not interested in a prophet. <laughs> He's not interested in making money off cards. In fact, wasn't, he, making, wasn't that what he was complaining about at the expo? Yeah, he, he's making little funny reels about making money in the hobby. Now that, that, now that, now that the market is quote-unquote down, okay? He, he's no longer interested in flipping and making money and setting up at shows. Now all he's interested in is, is what is it he's interested in now, Brendan? Just like showing off cool stuff and Star Wars about just, cool just, stuff. Is he going, I think he might be going all in on Star Wars right now. No. And, and, and Star Wars is cool. Yeah. There's no pump and dump going on there at all. You know, it's so funny when Rahul brought all this up, I, I questioned it, did some digging and it's quite clear. There was something up. Um, again, this is not a pump and dump episode. No. This is a, um, this is a pumped up cartel episode. It's not a pump and dump episode, but I'm so sick of this guy. He's garbage. He's trash. He's trash for the hobby. And I'm sick of it. And I'm not surprised by any of these things that pop up. Now, Sports Card Live, Jeremy Lee, I used to watch a lot of it. used to talk to this gentleman. Guys, and this applies to the two gentlemen I'm speaking of right now. Communicate. Don't say shut up. Don't block. Because you reveal who you are and you reveal so much about what it is you do. That's all I really want to say. Is, Jeremy uh, is generally a good I got a guy. question. I actually got a question for you. I'm sorry to interrupt you. But I also feel like I kind of have to before you, you go off the rails. Um, it's probably a safeguard. Is, uh, do you, how many cards do you think that Jeremy Lee has graded by tag? See, here's the, here's the issue. Especially, like, because like, the fact that he's, especially because of the fact that he's blocked me. I don't know crap about tag. 
it sounds stupid, like everything else that's new that's come out recently. But like, let's be honest here, though, right? Like, I see him post a lot of photos of like BGS slabs and PSA slabs. Now, are you are you implying that he is pushing a company that he's not actually using? I don't. I mean, I I would probably be grading with them if I thought that the grading was superior than. Well, let, let, well, okay. Like in, in, in all fairness and in the hopes of being fair and balanced, I don't have a comment on that because first of all, I can't see his account because he doesn't want me to, because that's the best means of communication is just block someone. Um, and I don't, I, and maybe he will, maybe, maybe there will be a big episode of sports card live while they're watching PWCC auctions that they'll, that he'll excitedly show up, show stuff off. I was not aware Tag was even a grading company. I thought it, I thought he was involved in something in the company that um, helped you make trades or something. Yeah, yeah no, he is, he is, he is. But but Tag Tag grades cards. My my understanding. Okay. I mean, I've never so, I've never heard of them. But and, and there's a hundred point system. Is that right? I, or a thousand point? Listen, if I if they were relevant, I would I would know. A ten thousand point system. A 100,000 point system, Johnny. Look, um, whatever it is, uh, he's got his fingers and, and money and a bunch of stuff. Hey, what happened to that grading company that like you, uh, you, you put your card in a machine and it, and yeah, it you, 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 you remember the, the fax machine? You remember? Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't care. It's so stupid. Um, I, I have my new uh, Canon all in one printer and scanner, which I'm going to use to find the discombobulated angle of the uh, interventional uh, uh, subthesis in order to get a grade. And I'm going to start my own friggin' company. All right. I'm going to start the cardboard. It's the CCG cardboard coaches grading. It, it involves a scanner and I'm going to uh, print a picture. And that is dot matrix. And that is going to be the top of the line. Um, now you've got me uh, a discombobulated myself. Jeremy Lee, great guy. I wish you the best. You're so wonderful. You are the innovator of, of, uh, of, 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 of hobby podcasts, in my opinion. Fantastic interviewer. He was complimented in, an, in a fantastic interview with uh, Patrick Bet David. He has skills. He's a great guy to have as a, uh, an MC, uh, MC Lee. I would call him uh, MC. I I'm just, I'm, I'm running out of steam here. But Wonderful, wonderful dude just has this lack of awareness and the ability to communicate, perhaps because he's so high above us now, so high above looking down at, at the peons in the hobby. You get to a point where you just lose touch with us and yourself. And I'm saying that directly to the great dot curator and, and Jeremy Lee Live or whatever, whoever he is. I wish you the best. I really do. I'm just sick of seeing these stories about the great curator. That really gets to me. Uh, Brendan, uh, have I done enough damage? I, I think so. More? But I okay. also, I, I mean, I also want to make sure that, um, you know, people understand where we're coming from. Uh, I mean, you, you specifically, because I mean, you've been in this hobby for, for quite some time. And, and time. I've, I've never met someone uh, in the hobby that cares more about preservation of the hobby and, and I think that a lot of people who get upset, they get upset because they care about the price of their stuff. Right. Like when we talk yes. about the people who get offended by card porn, if we talk about the people who get, you know, offended by people calling out shill bidding of Star Wars cards and all this shit. Yes. I think people get upset 
because the value of their stuff goes down. And what I, what I respect the most about you, uh, even though you bring the fire and, uh, you know, that's, that's why we're podcast mates, you know, is that I, I've never, I mean, you've texted me and been like, man, I can't believe this card is like where it is. And like, it's a card you own, but you've never, you're like, whatever, you know, I'm just, it just means that I I was close to selling it before and now I'm nowhere near selling it. Do you know what I mean? Like, cause you were in this hobby well before this massive run up. And I know that everyone likes talking about how down it is, but you know, when you were doing the bulk of your collecting, uh, it's, 10 times that now, do you know the cards that you were purchasing in, you know, 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015, those cards have four, five, six, seven X. So I respect the hell out of the fact that, I mean, you know, it pulls back 50% from all time high. It's not, you're still something you, you love, you love this card far before this. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. Well, I and, um, and so well, I want to make sure that when people, they know where we're coming from and it's not, um, it's not from a place of, you know, envy. It's, it's, it's rather that it sure it's rather that uh, I just, I, we said this before, just try to take a look at what someone has to lose. And yeah. you'll find that those are the people that are the most unwilling to have, conversations or like be wrong or you know be vulnerable you know to make a mistake um and and that's that's kind of why i really respect what happened with uh with fanatics coming out because i mean they had a lot to lose and they still own the fucking shit out of that you know they own the living crap out of out of that fuck up especially four or five months after after taking over um you know we've seen a lot of companies in the last little bit pillars of the hobby own their fucking shit sgc did, did the same thing uh, talking about grading a fake Kobe and uh, you know, they went public about it and they sent the guy a check and everything. Right. So, and PSA has done this as well. So I'm not going to, so back to what we were saying, we hate everybody equally, <laughs> you know, we hate and love everybody equally. Uh, we just, you know, there's some, some people just haven't really got the message just yet. Yeah. And look, I, number one, I want to thank you. And I'm, I appreciate what you, what you said there. Of course. Uh, there's, there's, there is very truthy, and uh, you're right. I mean, the vast majority of people that criticize card porn are coming from that angle that they, they are dipping. They, they are taking a little swim in this pool, loving it. And they don't want anyone to start me waves. Um, we've had so many conversations outside of the podcast where I've said to you, if I'm going to take a hit on this, this and this investment, it's OK, because I doubled or tripled on this, this, this investment. And that's always the way I've looked at it from the beginning of my time in the hobby. And uh, by the way, my dead spot was probably 2010 to 2015 was my dead spot. But I was you there. Have, you have a decent amount of 2015, though. Oh, because 2015 is when I got back fully because yeah. of Connor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but, but it was, I was there in the 90s and people don't get it and they're not going to get it, especially young people. They won't understand. They could read about it. By the way, how many, how many people are reading? How many people are getting on the, the message boards or even Googling to find out this information about Ken Golden and all this other stuff? I was there. It was huge. Okay, it wasn't on the pandemic level. But guys, like people were paying hundreds of dollars on Griffey Jr. rookies back in the day. And that was a lot of money back then. 
people were paying, I don't know what it was, 25 to $50 for an Eric Lindros score rookie card. There was a lot of hype. And when PSA slabs gone into the picture in the late 90s, and Keith Olbermann, who I've mentioned repeatedly, no one wants to talk about Keith Olbermann. Man, I got to get in touch with Ziggy and Sports Card Radio and guys like that. This Keith Olbermann flooded his slabs on the eBay market. You want to talk about associations like between auction houses and big sellers? There's one for you. But the point is, it was monstrous in the 90s. Uh, when I say, I mean big. And uh, I've lived through it. I've seen it all. And that's why I can stay calm. And that's why I can see into the future and tell you that it's going to be okay. I'm not going to sit here and say everything's going to double again. No. I'm not going to say, but it's yeah. not going to crash. Yeah. Now you are new to the hobby, but you already in the span of a couple of years, you have a vested interest in a big sector, a, a growing sector, the soccer market. So you certainly want to see, you want to, like you said, we want things to prosper the right way. I'm not afraid of bad news getting out to the mainstream because it will result in change. But by the way, none of the news gets out to the, was there going to be a, is CNN going to be picking up the story about, about tops, fake autographs, you know, like, yeah, are, are, are they, are they going to pick up the story of shill bidding that everyone is involved in right now? No, no. And by the way, the three day rule applies. The people that we've talked about on this, on this podcast that have been caught with their pants down are just still at work every day doing their thing, still showing because because we have a short-term memory in this hobby. So podcasts like this and, and feeds like Cardcorn are there to just remind you and kind of keep it fresh um, in your mind that it's not all fun and games. And yeah, you kind of, uh, you, you summarized it really well there. A lot of the people that are complain, uh, complaining about, complaining about the complainers have a vested interest and they want you to do that monkey thing right? Monkey doesn't hear it, see it, or say it. And we're going to keep going. Uh, Ziggy knows going to keep going. Speaking Raul, of which, we're going to do a nice little collab very soon. Absolutely. Because those are our peeps. They're not our only peeps. We have all sorts of different peeps. We shout them out constantly. constantly. But when it comes to uh, this particular thing we're talking about, there's important voices out there. And they, you, you build up a lot of haters along the way. That's fine. Usually that tells you you're doing the right thing. I agree. So, And on that note, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Cardboard Coaches. As always, don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, share this shit. Um, talk to us. We want to have conversations. Team, I want you to have a wonderful rest of the day. Cardboard Coaches are out. Peace.